Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to Spotlight. Uh, today's show, we're going to be continuing on. The last show we did, we talked about these four archetypes of the divine feminine and these four archetypes that when you have a good relationship with those four archetypes as a woman, then you're able to tap into the space of flow. You're able to draw things into your life, to attract these things into your life rather than being stressed and, and just chaotic and feeling frumpy and grumpy. So there were a couple of things that inspired me to start teaching about these things. And, and I just want to say over the past decade, and really even over the past two decades, I've worked with women and women entrepreneurs, and I noticed a common theme. I noticed women that were losing touch with themselves, that were losing touch with this divine feminine that felt like they were they were not able to really be their true or full self. And I noticed themes anywhere from stay-at-home moms who felt like, and I remember because I've been there, covered in puke, you know, pulling out my breasts to nurse my kids, you know, in sweatpants because I'm still trying to lose the weight from the last baby. And the furthest thing that I felt was sexy. <laughs> I did not feel at all sexy in any way, shape, or form. I felt frumpy. I felt grumpy. And I felt like I lost this touch, lost touch with this feminine part of myself, this part of myself that was alluring, that was attractive. And and I also noticed too, and I've noticed this in a lot of, of stay-at-home moms or people who are focusing on raising their kids, these women that are just so beautifully stepping into this role of motherhood. But as they do, they start sacrificing things that are important to them in order to take care of their family. And I'm here to tell you that you don't need to do that. You can stay in touch with yourself. Now, on the other hand, I've worked with CEOs. I've worked with very successful businesswomen. And I've heard the same complaints. I'm losing touch with myself. I'm losing touch with my femininity. I'm losing touch with who I truly am. And what I hear from these women is, I work, I work, I work, I work all the time, and I have to be kind of bossy, and I have to, I have to be really blunt a lot of the times to be able to get things done, to get ahead in business. I'm on calls all day. I'm exhausted by the end of the day. I don't feel like I'm doing anything for myself or taking care of myself. I can't remember the last time I had fun or I laughed or I went out or just did nothing for a day. And uh, trust me, I've been there too. I remember this point when I was growing my business. I remember being on phone calls every single day. I remember just working from the crack of dawn until we hour into the wee hours of the night. And in between, I was trying to take care of my kids and and fulfilling those roles and duties. And I remember feeling like I needed to step into this way more masculine role to be able to get things done. And in fact, it was so fascinating. Yesterday, I hopped on a phone with a woman who is one of the top researchers in, in um, women and hormones. In fact, she speaks all over the nation on this and on how women can step into these different uh, roles depending on the different times of the month and how they can be the most productive depending on where their hormones were. It was absolutely fascinating. But one of the things that she said, which I have found to be true as well, is she said, in the business world, 
business is not structured or set up to be conducive to females. Women, inherently, the way our brain is wired, we have a big picture of things. We take into account the feelings of the people around us. We take into account the long-term vision, the goals and where we're going to be in five or ten years. And she said that's a great way to think, but unfortunately, that's not the way the business world is set up. Most of the way that the business world is set up is to be able to get short-term gains that lead to long-term results. And men, the way that their brains are wired is very much for short-term results. What can I do now? How can I get things done? And sometimes they don't always have that awareness of how people are feeling around them or maybe what the long-term or big picture is going to be. They focus on those short results and they get the gains. So oftentimes the women feel like they need to step into that more of that masculine energy, more of that bully energy, or even that space of not feeling or being numb in order to get ahead in business. So what's the point of all this? Why am I sharing this with you from the frumpy mom to the stressed out CEO? It's that both are the same. Both of these women, the times when I was that mom who felt frumpy and non-attractive and the times when I was working to grow my business so hard and felt like I wasn't having any fun, both of those were results of me losing touch with my feminine energy. Both of those were results of me not having a good relationship with these four archetypes of the divine feminine. And when... As a woman, I started to learn about these different archetypes that I had, these different personalities that created the divine feminine. And when I started to learn how to move in and out of those with ease and flow, I also was able to notice that I was attracting ease and flow into my life. I started to feel attractive. I started to feel like I could have fun. I started to feel like I could relax and let people take care of me. And I found that I experienced so much more happiness and fulfillment. So that's why I'm passionate about teaching about these. And if you're listening to this show and aren't familiar with the four archetypes, go back and listen to the show from a couple of weeks ago. I talk about these four archetypes. I'm just going to review them really quickly. The four archetypes of the divine feminine that allow you to really step into that goddess energy as a woman to attract and ease and flow and to access what I call your femme intuition, your intuitive ability to create the life you want in ease and flow, are these four, four personality types. So number one is the healer. So as women, we have this innate ability to heal both other people and also ourselves. This is a beautiful part of feminine energy, and a lot of women get out of balance with this, and we're going to talk and dive deep into the healer today. The second is the warrior. So this warrior personality within this divine feminine, this archetype, is the archetype that allows you to be focused and balanced and draw boundaries and take care of yourself. Beautiful, beautiful. When you have a relationship with this warrior, you can create the life you want in ease and flow. The third personality archetype is the temptress. The temptress is not only the sexy, attractive, 
alluring part of you. It's also the fun and flirty part of you, the part of you that knows how to have a good time and be carefree. And then the last of the four archetypes or personalities that go into creating the divine feminine is the queen. So the queen is the archetype that's confident, that can see the big picture, that knows how to run her kingdom and delegate tasks. And when you have a good relationship with all four of these archetypes, you can create this really balanced between femininity and productivity. You can create a balanced flow, and you can live the life you want as a woman with ease and flow and joy and happiness. So we're going to, over the next few weeks on this uh, on this show, we're going to focus on how to step into each of these archetypes. And today we're focusing on the healer. So I'm going to have a, a couple of guests join us that will be talking about different things. But I just wanted to, to, to first of all start with who who is the healer? What is this archetype or part of the feminine energy? So when you're in balance as a woman with this healer archetype or this personality of the divine feminine, you're aware. You're aware of the people around you, the things around you. You're aware of nature. You're aware of the world. You have this great awareness of the space and the people around you. You're connected. So when you're in balance with the healer, when you have a good relationship with this part of your divine feminine, you feel very connected. You feel connected to other people. You feel connected to yourself. You feel connected to nature, to animals. You feel connected to God. And when you're in balance with the healer, you're very intuitive. You're receiving a lot of downloads. You have that intuition guiding you. You have clarity on where you need to go and who you need to help and what you need to do and how you need to do it. You have this inner knowing. When you're in balance with the healer, you're so patient. You're so patient. And if somebody's being annoying, instead of allowing yourself to get annoyed or angry or frustrated, you're just patient. And then the last aspect of somebody who's really in balance with this healer, a part of the feminine energy is unconditional love. When you're in balance with this part of the feminine energy, you are unconditionally loving both to yourself and to others. And I see a lot of women have no problem feeling or saying that they're unconditionally loving towards others, but struggle with loving themselves unconditionally. And the truth is this. Uh, there's a scripture that talks about love thy neighbor as thyself. You can't fully and unconditionally love somebody else until you fully and unconditionally love yourself. So when, when you're in balance with this feminine part of you, you just have this great intuitive awareness, patient, unconditionally loving. Now, when as a woman you're out of balance with this part of you, you become needy. You need things. You become the martyr Oh, I'm always working. I'm always doing things. <laughs> you may feel frumpy, right? You don't take care of yourself. You become, the healer loves to be comfortable, but sometimes when you're out of balance with that healer, you become so comfortable that you lose touch with that part of you that feels attractive. And the healer, when out of balance, is a pushover, meaning when you're out of balance with this healer energy, you can't say no to anybody. Everybody that asks you to do something, you're like, oh, I just want to help out. I just want to help them. So yes, yes, yes. But when you don't set those clear boundaries, it becomes a problem in your life. So just think about, are you in balance or out of balance with the healer? Now, we took these quizzes a couple weeks ago, but I'm just going to go through this really quickly so that you can rescore. If you've heard this before, take it again, because there's always an ebb and flow. We're always flowing in and out of these different archetypes. 
you may score uh, one way on a quiz one month and the next month you score a different way. But take this quiz with me to see how your connection is with your healer. So I'm going to read five statements. And then each of these five statements, you're going to rate each statement on one to five. So one meaning you never, ever do this and five meaning you always do this. So if you're following along and want to write down on a piece of paper, write down one, two, three, four, five, and you're going to have a number between one and five behind each of those numbers. So number one, you regularly take me time. You regularly take me time. Think of that scale, one to five, one being never, five being always, and just rate yourself somewhere on one to five. So number one, you regularly take me time. Number two, you respond with kindness and in a loving way to the people you are closest with in your life. Let me read that one more time. You respond with kindness and in a loving way to the people you are closest with in your life. One, you never respond with kindness in a loving way. Five, you always do. Number three, when you have a life question, you feel confident that a clear answer will come to you quickly. You feel confident. You, you can have a clear answer to any question. One meaning never, five meaning always. Number four, you happily serve the people around you without complaining. You happily serve the people around you without complaining. One, you never do that. Five, you always do that. Or somewhere in the middle. Number five, you are able to easily and effortlessly express yourself and your needs to the people in your life. Again, I'm going to read that one more time. You are able to easily and effortlessly express yourself and your needs to the people in your life. Rate yourself one to five on that. Now, you should have five numbers. Have those up. And you should have a score ranging between 5 and 25. So add up your numbers. Figure out your score. And for this healer archetype, if your sum is above 20, congratulations. You have a pretty good relationship with your healer. If you score between 12 and 20, you've got some work to do on this relationship. And if your score is under 12, immediate intervention is recommended. So as we go throughout the show, I'm going to be talking to you and inviting some guests to share with you how you can help maintain or develop a strong relationship with your healer as a woman. The healer archetype is so important. And the reason why we start with this one is until you are able to, to be in touch with this part of yourself that knows how to heal yourself as well as other people, you aren't going to be able to progress in, in getting towards that divine feminine flow that you're seeking. You have to know how to be able to heal and nurture yourself and the others around you. So we're going to be discussing throughout the show some ways in which you can do this, some ways in which you can build this stronger relationship with your beautiful, divine, feminine, and, um, and how to be more in touch with this healer archetype. So the first thing that I want you to do, we're just going to set this up before the first break so that you can really continue this over the first break. But the first thing is what I call the assessment. And again, this goes back to the idea, you may have heard there's a commandment in the Bible that says, love thy neighbor as thyself. There's a golden rule that says, do unto others as you would have done unto you. And I want you to think of that rule backwards. If you can't fully love yourself, then you can't fully love other people. If you don't know what you want done unto you, how can you do it unto others if you aren't making sure that that's done unto yourself? So this is what I call the, the scan. And I want you just to close your eyes right now and 
just relax your body. Maybe you're sitting down. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> if you're listening to this while you're driving, but if you're in a place where it's safe to close your eyes, I just want you to close your eyes. Just notice your breath moving in and out of your body. And we're going to start with the top of the head and we're going to scan down the body. And I, you're just going to notice anywhere that you feel tight or tension in your body, anywhere you feel stress or discomfort or pain. So starting at the top of your head, just allow this body scan to go down through your forehead, your eyebrows, your temples. Notice if there's any tension, stress, uncomfortable parts in that area of your body. Moving down now to your face, your cheeks, your jaw, your eyes, your chin. Noticing any sensation, any awareness that you may have for that area of your body. Now we're going to move that body scan, that awareness down to your neck, to your throat. Noticing those areas of your body. Paying attention to anything that may feel like it's off. Now scanning down through your shoulders, all the way through your arms and hands. Continue to scan down through your chest, through your stomach, through your back, all the way down to your hips and lower back. Continue the body scan down to your legs and all the way down to the bottom of your feet and tips of your toes. Just taking a mental note of the places in your body where you feel tension or stress today. And now turning that awareness into your mind, noticing any parts of your mind that feel stressed or full of tension today. Now, as we go on our first break of the day, I just want you to take time and write down what areas of your body do you feel like need a little extra love today and that you might be feeling tighter tense in. Let's go ahead and write those down. And when we come back, more on what to do with this body scan and how to step more fully into the healer archetype of your divine feminine energy. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living of course you do activate your passion as you tune in to sovereign self with host Zofia renea morales become the conscious creator of your own life connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. If you're just joining us, today's show is all about the healer archetype of the divine feminine. We're talking about how we can increase our feminine tuition as females, how we can get more fully into that, that divine flow. I talked about some of the common stressors that I've experienced in my life, and I've heard from other women as well, are this feeling of losing touch with yourself, losing touch with the feminine, maybe having to step more into the masculine energy um, in order to get things done to run your household or your business, or losing yourself completely, feeling like you're just a frumpy mess and not feeling attractive or sexy or productive anymore. These are all symptoms of the same thing. These are all symptoms of losing touch with your divine feminine and specifically losing touch with one or more of the four archetypes that make up the divine feminine. Now, these four archetypes are the healer, the warrior, the temptress, and the goddess. And today, or excuse me, the queen is the last one, makes up, makes up the goddess. And today we're focusing on the healer and how to be able to step more fully in your healing energy. We took a quiz to determine where you were in relationship to your healer. And now I'm sharing some tips that you can do in order to be able to gain a better relationship with this healer aspect of you to step more fully into the divine feminine flow with this healer energy. And before we went on break, I had you do a body scan. I love doing this body scan. And it's so important when we're talking about the healer energy so often, um, when I'm talking to women about healing or nurturing, they're always thinking about how can I help other people? How can I nurture others? How can I help heal the world? How can I help heal the people in my family? How can I help heal my business? And the fact is, is that until you first turn in and heal yourself, you aren't able to access and fully step into that divine feminine power to be able to heal outside of you. So before break, we did a body scan where I just had you scan through your body, pay attention to anywhere where you were feeling ease, uneasy or discomfort, anywhere we feel uh, tension or stress or pain. And this included not only the body, but also in the mind. And hopefully you wrote down some of those areas. And now that you've had those written down, here's a really simple practice that you can do to be able to step more into this healer energy when it comes to yourself. So simply take your hands and I want you to start rubbing them together, kind of like you saw Mr. Miyagi do in The Karate Kid before he healed Daniel's leg. But just rub your hands together. And as you rub your hands together, you're going to feel heat. I want you to imagine that that heat is healing love. Now, take your hands. You should be feeling some warm heat. Maybe just hold them six inches apart. You should feel some energy and some heat circulating between your hands. And just place your hands wherever on your body, or if it was in your mind, just put them on your head, wherever you were feeling tension. And just send light and unconditional love to that area of your body. Take a couple of deep breaths while you do this. And just feel with the exhale that you're releasing that stress or that tension or that worry or that pain. And with each inhale, you're breathing in light and love and oxygen. And exhale, letting go of the pain, of the stress, of the tension. And just notice 
Maybe your body is just, oh, thank you so much for paying attention to me. And then just send gratitude to that area of your body. Gratitude to your mind. Gratitude. If your knee's hurting, your hands on your knee, thank you, thank you, thank you, knee, for taking me to all the beautiful places you've taken me to. If your hands on your head, you're focusing on your mind. Thank you, mind. Thank you, brain, for thinking, for keeping me safe, for being so creative. Just notice in this next deep breath how you feel. Just open your eyes, take your hands, place them back in your lap or wherever you feel comfortable. Here's the thing, so often as women, we get so busy looking outside of ourselves and what we're going to create or who we're going to help or how we're going to heal the world or our business or our kids, we forget to pay attention to our own bodies until the pain becomes so extreme or the discomfort or whatever becomes so extreme in our life that we can't ignore it anymore. And then we're out. Our bucket's empty. We can't help anybody. So just take time at least once a day to do this body scan. It can be as short as we just did it. Rub your hands together and just send healing energy to that area of your body as a Reiki master. It's one of the top tools that I use to heal my own body. If I'm feeling achy or sore, just sending that light and love and gratitude. And just notice how much better you feel. And now that you've done this, you can use this practice for other areas of your life as well. Maybe your child has a sore throat. Just rub your hands together in love and just put your hands on either side of their neck. Just sending some love and light to that area of your throat, their throat. Maybe your business needs some help. Maybe you're really struggling in thinking of how you can get new clients. Just rub your hands together and just hold them six inches apart and think about all the people in the world who might need your love and service and just send them healing energy with the intention that they'll find you. So you'll be able to help them. So this is a really powerful practice. There's other powerful practices that I'd like to share with you as well. But before I do that, I'd love to bring Lori Richens on. Lori, of course, does our Family First segment. She always has so much wisdom to share. I'd love for her just to share her perspective and her take on this healer aspect of the Divine Feminine. Lori, are you there? Oh, I'm so grateful to be able to contribute to this beautiful topic that you have today, Allison. And as soon as I found out what you were <clears throat> going to be discussing, I, I thought of this, this phrase that I used to have posted in my home and I found the paper that I used to have up on my wall. And you know, I do this family first segment. So I focus on the family and this is what this paper um, says. It says, as women, we are daughters of God and should be treated as such. We have been brought to earth to bring forth life and to make life worth living. Now, why is that so important to someone like me? Well, I come from brokenness and I come from trauma. And so once I realized the divine role of women in, in, in the areas that you're talking about, the warrior woman and the healer woman and the temptress and the queen, I realized that we have this really irreplaceable role that we um, can contribute to the world. And when we can tap into that, we can make such a positive change. And it made me think about this recent experience that I had with my daughter in Florida when we went to the birthing cottage for her to deliver her fourth child. And I talked a bit about this 
when you had your last show where you talked about the archetypes of the feminine nature. And I'm just going to build a little bit on that as well. When we were in the examination room with um, the midwife and Elizabeth, and I was watching this tender care of my daughter, on the wall was this really unique painting, and the colors were bright red and blue and black. And there were two women with two children swaddled in in a cloth, and the women had um, kind of a a wrap around their head and around the edges of their um, of the frame was this verse. Let me see if I can find it here. It was so um, powerful, and basically it was from Exodus um, one seventeen. And this is uh, the sacred role that midwives had years and years ago regarding the future of the world. And this is what the verse said, but the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the children alive. And of course, they're talking about Moses and the edict that the Pharaoh had sent out that all the babies were to be killed. And you've talked about the intuitive side of the healer and the patient side of the healer and the unconditional loving aspect of the healer. And those midwives from long ago, those women fulfilled this divine role by saving those children so that Moses or so that um, that edict wouldn't affect um you know, all of the, the, the babies that were being born and eventually the Israelites could be spared. But people who come from brokenness um, sometimes are the most effective healers. They're the most sensitive. They're the most mindful of the suffering of others, and they go to great lengths in order to help others in their times of distress. And it made me think of a woman that I knew. Her name was Robin. And I lived um, in Oregon at the time, and I had actually been assigned through my church to minister to this woman. She was older than I was. She was about 40 at the time. I was in my 20s. And as I learned her story, she had come into traumatic circumstances, and she had made a very assertive effort to take her own life. And she should have died, but did not. And when she recovered, she promised God that she would never make an attempt like that again. But her life was so harsh. It was so difficult. And she became um, subject to drugs and, and other challenges in her life. And when I would see her, she would be scratching her arms and she would be rubbing her nose. And you could just see the effects of drugs running through her veins. But at one point, as she and I were talking and sharing each other's stories, I told her I was going back to my home environment, which is in Minnesota. And I told her that I was going to do this difficult thing. I was going to go to a place where, um, you know, some really hard things had happened. And, you know, we need to not be surprised by that healer energy that comes through the most unlikely sources. And before I left, I think it was the night before I flew out, Robin showed up on my doorstep and she said, I know that you're going to do this hard thing and I've come here to pray for you. And she walked into my bedroom. She kind of took me by the hand and on my wall was a picture, a vintage 
picture painting of the Savior in the Garden of Gethsemane. I'm sure you would recognize if you saw it. It had a vintage frame around it, and it had colors of um, a purple and 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 black and yellow in this in this painting. And she took this painting off my wall. It was probably um, 9 by 12 or 13, and she placed it on the bed. And then she brought me to the bed, and she put me down on my knees, and she knelt beside me with this picture of the Savior on the bed in front of us. And she pulled down heaven in my behalf, and she pleaded with God to give me strength and fortitude and to protect me and to to just allow me to go forth and fulfill this this work that I needed to do back in my home um, state. And then she left. And I just remember thinking that sometimes women like that, women in those circumstances, women in those challenging survival modes are sometimes the most effective healers. The love that exuded from her was so profound and her intuition, her ability to know that I would need that extra support, that she would minister to me, even though I had been assigned to her with something that has changed me forever. And I recently actually looked her up on the internet to see if I could find her and I did. And I saw that face again and such love just overcame me as I recognized what a critical role that she played in my life. So as you continue to share about the divine role that women have, whether they choose to um, take advantage of of having children, or maybe they can't, like my daughter, she can't bear children, or if they just focus on making life worth living. It's a gift that we have, and you're sharing how we can tap into that and how we can fortify that part of ourselves is wonderful. So thank you for sharing this message today. Oh, thank you so much, Lori, and I really appreciate those uh, stories and you sharing those things. And if you're listening right now, I just want you to think about when was the time when you really tapped into that healer energy, when you really tapped into that feeling that you wanted to heal or help somebody. Maybe you're thinking of a time when your child was sick. Maybe it was a friend or a neighbor. Maybe it was time when you weren't feeling well and you just gave yourself the opportunity to recover. And the last time you, when was the last time you went and took a nap when you were feeling really exhausted or maybe you took a bath and just enjoyed that power that of nurturing and healing that you enjoyed yourself? And I just want you to think about that. Now, here's, here's another way that you can really step into this intuitive ability as a healer, as this part of the divine feminine to be able to really make a positive impact in your life and in the world and doing it from ease and flow. I want you to think right now of somebody in your life maybe that you want to have a better relationship or somebody in your life that's hurting right now. Maybe they have something going on you're aware of that is less than ideal in their life. I want you just to think of one person. Right now I'm thinking of, of my daughter who's been experiencing a lot of anger and frustration lately. And so I just have her brought to my mind. Lori, who are you thinking of right now? Who comes to your mind? And again, just use your intuition, but who comes to your mind when you think of somebody in your life that can use a little bit of healing? 
Yes, actually, it's a daughter-in-law. So thank you for allowing me to think about that and get some more um, focus in that area. Yeah, so just think about that person. Now, we're going to do the same thing we did with our hands when we sent love and light and energy to ourselves. We did that body scan Uh, prior to that. Now that you've picked your person, I just want you to take your hands and just rub them together. Just start rubbing your hands together, feeling the healing energy flow. And this is a practice done a lot in Taoism. I had a Taoist leader on uh, the Global Healers Summit that I did a while ago, and she just shared this beautiful technique with us. But I want you just to rub your hands together, feel the energy and the light and the heat flow. Now pull your hands apart about six inches, and you can feel that heat and that energy and that love flowing through. Now I want you just to imagine a smaller version of that person that you're thinking of so small that they can fit right in between your hands. So I'm thinking of my daughter right now. I'm thinking of this smaller version of her and I'm imagining her right between my hands. And now I'm sending a lot of love and light and energy between my hands. Imagining her right in the middle. Thinking about her personality, her energy, her features. Focusing all my energy on her, all my attention on her as I feel this energy flow between my hands of light and love. Just breathing in and out. So picturing that person in between your hands. Now go ahead and imagine that person leaving and and go ahead and put your hands back in your lap. And as we go to this next break, here's what I want you to do. Now that you've focused this attention on this person, and maybe you want to do it for a little bit longer where you rub your hands together and picture them right in between your hands. But I want you to tap into a space of any intuitive action that you may feel, any inspired intuitive action. Maybe it's to reach out to this person. Maybe it's to text them. Maybe it's to go give them a hug. Maybe it's to give them a call on the phone. Maybe it's just to do nothing and just to send them love and loving energy. Maybe it's to hold your hands like that for one more minute, just sending them love. So during this break, I want you to tap into your intuition, figure out what your inspired action set surrounding this person is going to be, and then do it. Do it during the break. We have just a couple of minutes before we'll come back. We're going to be talking more about the healer energy, and uh, Lori's going to be sharing some of the things that she does to, to step more fully into that healer energy as well. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business, and the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Class. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The soul of enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Influencers Channel with the replay on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. It's been such an incredible show today talking about the healer aspect of the divine feminine, the four archetypes or aspects that create the divine feminine that allow us as women to step into our feminine intuition are the healer, the warrior, the temptress, and the queen. And today we're focusing on the healer. How do we step up as women to be able to recognize and to be able to heal ourselves and also other people. And during the break, I gave you an opportunity to tap into your intuition and uh, pick an inspired action step for somebody you felt intuitively that needs a little healing, help, and love in their life right now. One of the things I see so often with women is they step, well, when they're really out of touch with the healer or this part of themselves is usually when they're so focused on a goal that they lose the awareness of the people around them. So just take time every day to be aware of the people around you, to be aware of somebody or even something. Maybe it's a plant or a tree outside that needs your healing attention. And just by focusing that outward love and healing attention on something, it provides such a beautiful divine feminine healing in the world. And Laura, you shared my tip where, you know, you rub your hands together, you send love to the parts of your body where you're needing a little extra nurturing. Also share my tip where you rub your hands together and think of the person who you're wanting to send love and light and energy to followed by an action step. What are some of the things that you do to tap into that healer aspect of the divine feminine? What are some tangible things that you can do? Well, one thing that I've learned is, first of all, when you determine through self-assessment what your gifts are, what your capacity to help others heal, um, you know, what that feels like, what that looks like, and then you make that available, that can be um, one of the very first steps. I remember going to an event uh, some time ago, it was a big Christmas gathering in um, a big center, and this woman that I had known, uh, that I had actually ministered to for a period of time. I, I didn't see her very often anymore. And she saw me across a crowded room 
and she came right for me and um, she just wrapped her arms around me and she said, I looked for you. I've been looking for you. I'm so glad you're here. And what I realized is I've had multiple people over time who will look for me across a, a, you know, a hall or a room and they will want an embrace. And when I discovered that my, my embraces were healing to other people, that it helped to calm them, that it helps them to feel comfort, they felt loved and they felt validated, then I always made that available. So I'm a hugger and it's something that I offer freely and do so with the intention to help stabilize and fortify the people I embrace. So that's one of the first things I do. And I recommend that to others, like find out where your natural gifts lie and then make sure to offer that. It's very rewarding personally and it will help to magnify those gifts as well. Thank you so much for that. And that's a really great um, component of the healer as well, I think, is to know what your gifts are and how you can heal the world. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, talk to me a little bit, Lori. How do you how do you tap into that intuitive part or component? The healer aspect of the divine feminine, of course, is the part that really taps into that intuition, intuition on who to help, intuition on where to go and what to do. And I know you've shared multiple stories um, for, from your family first segment on tapping into intuition, but what are the ways in which somebody can tap into that intuition more fully and step into that intuitive knowing. And I think the reason why this is important, I just want to say this before you share too, I think the reason why this is important is that it creates greater clarity. I think confusion comes when you aren't able to tap into that intuition. And I know as a woman, when I feel confused, I definitely don't feel in my feminine <laughs> energy. I don't feel like a goddess when I'm confused on what to do or who to help or where to go. So um, talk to me a little bit about how you've developed your intuition on knowing who to help and how to be able to do that. Well, one of the things I discovered is I had gifts in in my hands, in the palms of my hands, and with the insight that I had, and so when I eventually became an intuition and when I, or excuse me, an energy worker, and I learned to really trust the the images that would come to my mind or the thoughts that would come to my mind, and then I would use um, my hands in certain motions or or movements or just um, in sustaining uh, modalities. Um, once I discovered what my capacities were, how I could help other people. Um, I became kind of nervous and I used to think, oh gosh, how much time is it going to take me to have to really get in this mindset to where I'm going to focus enough to where I can trust that those gifts will always be there? Because it used to be when I would have clients, I would kind of go into a meditative form. I would make sure that everything was really, you know, quiet and still. And then I would, you know, I was trying to live a good, clean life to where I could always trust that spiritual, um, you know, kind of security to be there with me as well. And um, so eventually I realized that it was always there, that um, as long as, you know, I kept care of myself, as long as I um, had self-care foremost and, and my life was in order, those gifts would always be present. And I learned to trust the process. I learned to trust um, my approaches 
that I didn't have to match what I did with other people. And I'll share something that <clears throat> is is a bit sacred for me, and I'm sure that the audience who's listening to this can be respectful to this um, sweet moment in time. But I had been in an accident, and I had fallen, and I'm kind of a petite-framed woman, um, and my wrists are kind of small, and I had um, been roller skating and fell back. Um, full force on my wrist because I was making a point not to crash into people in front of me, some little children who had fallen. So I purposely just crashed to the ground to make sure that they were safe. And in so doing, I really damaged my wrist and I couldn't get dressed by myself. And, you know, I didn't know if they were broken, but it was um, the holidays. And, and so I just waited um, before I went in and had x-rays. Well, one morning, happened to be Christmas morning, I was laying in bed and I felt somebody, um, just a heavenly being, come into the room and stand beside my bed and I could feel this person um, healing my wrists and I could feel where this person's hands were moving and I, I knew the exact motion. It was very predictable. It was very comfortable. And the reason why it was so predictable and comfortable was it was because it's the exact same way I work on my clients. And so whoever came to me that day to serve me ended up serving me in a way that's a perfect match for me. Not only something that my body received well, but what I also offer others in turn um, as well. So in answer to your question, um, how, how do we tap into that? Number one, we practice simple things. We practice um, magnifying our gifts and we trust the process, but we also know that whatever gifts are given to us, they're a perfect match for us and they're unique for what um, we have to offer, that there are people out there who need exactly what we have. We don't have to be like other people. We don't necessarily have to be trained by in a certain modality. Just trust what God gives you and know that there's a perfect place to use it, and He'll present the people who need what you have. Mm, thank you so much for sharing that. And I, I think I would add that, wrapping up soon, but I think this is a great note to end on, the healer is so much driven by this ability to not only have awareness, but stillness. And I think mm-hmm. awareness stems from stillness. And this is something you were describing, and I think this has been a key factor in, in tapping into that healer energy and tapping into the intuitive part of me and tapping into that patient, aware unconditionally loving aspect of me, and that is to make sure and create room for stillness in your life. Do not underestimate the power of stillness. Some of my greatest downloads, my greatest ideas, my greatest um, things that I've been inspired to do have come from moments of stillness. They've come from days of meditation or times when I was purposely just clearing my brain and my plate, and I've, I've done the whole work, work, work thing. I've done the whole wake up at the crack of dawn, work until the wee hours of the night, be super stressed. I've done that. And there is a certain quality to productivity. You're going to get certain gains in your life, but at what cost? What are those gains going to cost you if you don't take time to take care of yourself and be still? I've also done the thing where I am still. (laughs) I take entire days of doing nothing. 
where I make sure at least every day that I have an hour or two of doing nothing. Because it's in those moments that we can really hear. Mark Twain said, well, a lifetime, he said, lifetime of wisdom. Oh, no, let me get it straight. Thinking my mind here. Okay, got it. Wisdom comes, this is from Mark Twain, wisdom comes from a lifetime of listening rather than talking. Let me say that one more time. Wisdom mm-hmm. comes from a lifetime of listening rather than talking. And now you may think this might be listening to other people, which is important and the important part of an aspect of the healers to be able to patiently listen. But I think he was also talking about listening to ourselves, listening to stillness, listening to God, listening to the universe. Because when we spend so much time with that chatter in our head or always talking to other people or always going, 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 doing, 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 and never listening, we don't really gain the wisdom, really gain the intuitive, inspired action steps that we could. So my my challenge for you is to find some time today just to to now that you've done your body scan, take a moment to not only nurture yourself, maybe you take a bath, maybe you send some love to that area of your body that's hurting some more, but to also just at least take five or ten minutes today and just be still. Feel, feel, and listen. And notice how your life changes. Notice how you feel calmer. Notice how you feel more in touch with your divine feminine flow. (laughs) And most importantly, just make sure and take the time to listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen to what you need so that you can show up for the other people around you. So that you can show up as the mother and the business owner and the wife or the lover (laughs) that you want to be in your life. Because the longer you ignore yourself, the more you're you're going to lose touch with that healer portion of you. So everybody, just take a moment right now. (laughs) Write down your commitment for today. What are you going to do to be more in touch with your healer? And stay tuned because next week we're going to be diving into the warrior, the warrior aspect, that part of of us as females that gets things done, that sets boundaries. We're going to be doing the quiz again to find out and assess where you are in your relationship to your healer. But for this week, or for your warrior, but for this week, just focus on your healer. So focus on the healer. I said healer. So just focus on your healer. Focus on loving yourself and stepping into that energy. And until next week, I'm Allison Larson, and you've been listening to Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.